Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the PGA Players Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Goldberg, Certified Financial Planner and Private Wealth Advisor at AWM Capital. Uh, today I'm joined by Zach Miller, uh, Super Bowl champion, eight-year NFL veteran, father of four, uh, recent CFP test uh, uh, passer. I, that's probably the worst way to say that, but you know, you pass the test. That's what we want to he- see. Um, now just working on the uh, two years of experience part of the credential, but he's also one of my colleagues here at AWM and a great part of the team. So happy to have you here today and uh, looking forward to talking. Yeah, I appreciate that warm intro. And I, I've, I've heard that the test is the hardest part about the CFP credentials. So I'm glad to have passed that thing um, before the whole you know world shut down in March. So uh, working on that experience requirement, but I mean, you know, the reason I'm happy about joining, you know, joining you for this podcast today is because, you know, we hire people like you that are CFP, you have the experience with, with, you know, your golf, you're so good at golf, but you did, you didn't just stop there. You went on, you became an advisor, you, um, you want to, you know, help those golf athletes. And that's, I'm in a similar situation. I, I played in the NFL, but, you know, I see so many guys that, you know, need the financial help and they're not getting it from, you know, a lot of places they're, they're seeking out that help. So, um, you know, I, I think it's been great getting to know you and, and really the whole team here is at AWM has been exceptional to see the kind of work that we're doing for so many of our athletes. Great. Yeah, no, it, it's nice to hear that and get some, uh, reassurance from some, you know, former athletes like yourself that have been in those shoes, myself as well, um, to, to give us some uh, assurances that we're doing the right things for our current clients as well. So uh, today we have a good topic. Uh, it's we're going to talk about the individual 401k. So, you know, I know everything that we talk about is so exciting. But uh, today, the individual 401k is going to be the exciting topic. Um, but really, what we want to look at is how are we going to optimize your taxes? Uh, investments are a great part of your financial picture, and we want to do our best on the investment side. But we're paying fifty percent in taxes in most places. You know, you know, if, if you're in a no tax state, you might be closer to the forty percent mark, but you're you're going to fall somewhere in that forty to fifty percent. So if we can optimize those taxes, that's going to completely blow out of the water any investment returns. So that's why we want to maximize our tax savings if we can. So, you know. As you start making money on the golf course, or if you've been making money on the golf course, you want to check your accounts right now and make sure that you have an individual 401k. You may have a SEP IRA, and that's you know that's pretty good, but there's ways that we can make that a little bit better, and that's by using an individual 401k. I didn't even know about this in my playing days. My accountant wasn't a specialist in athletes, so he didn't really, he never brought it up to me. He just said, hey, SEP IRA, you know, you're a sole proprietor. Sure, go for it. So it's one of those things that I wish I would have known about. I know Zach and I have talked about that as well. He wishes he would have known about it. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, but what, so there's three main points of why we're going to use the individual 401k. Number one, we're going to be able to defer as much as possible into that account, uh, to, compared to any other plan. Um, number two, we're going to have some flexibility with the tax savings. So in most years, like I mentioned, you're going to be taxed in that 40 to 50% tax rate. You know, we want to save taxes now if that's the case. So we're going to do a normal 401k contribution. Uh, this year, it's uh, 57000 that we can contribute. Next year, it goes up. Every year, it goes up a little bit, theoretically, based on cost of living adjustments. Um, but that's $57,000 that we can save 
close to 50% on to not have to pay to the IRS in our state um, if we don't have to. So that's nice. But maybe we have a year where we get hurt or, you know, we play poorly and we have a lot of expenses and, you know, our income's not that high that year and we're in a lower tax bracket. We have the option to make a Roth 401k contribution, which is a pretty unique opportunity for a retirement plan because a SEP IRA doesn't offer that. So if you have a bad year or, uh, you know, you get hurt and you're just collecting your disability income for the year, that's not taxable. We might be in a super low tax bracket and we want to take advantage of that. We don't want to just, you know, put our head down and be bummed that we had a bad year. We want to take advantage of that tax opportunity. So we pay taxes on that, make the Roth contribution. That's now a tax for your account going forward. And the benefit of that is it's tax sheltered for in perpetuity. So if, you know, if that money's invested in a non-retirement account where we're paying taxes on our gains and our dividends every year, that creates, uh, looking at number of research papers, about a one and a half percent lag on your returns per year compounded out. That makes a huge difference. So I'm going to give you an example in a minute of what that can add up to. But the third benefit of the solo 401k or the individual 401k is you not only can you fill up that 57,000 for, for this year, um, but you could also still have the opportunity to make what's called a backdoor Roth con IRA contribution. And that's another $6,000 uh, if you're under 50 years old. It doesn't sound like a lot of money, but if you add that up, add in that extra one and a half percent return because you're not uh, getting the tax drag every year makes a huge difference. So the hypothetical is you're 25 years old right now. You're going to save that 6,000 extra dollars uh, into a backdoor Roth every year until you're 60. You know, that's 35 years of $6,000 contributions. Quick math. I think that's $210,000 in contributions. So it's a good, a good amount. Well, Let's say that your account's growing at, again, hypothetically, 6% rate of return on average. It's a, a good rate of return, but you know um, something that's fairly realistic. Inside of a, uh, that backdoor Roth or that tax-sheltered account, you get to keep all that growth the whole time and let it keep compounding. If that's in a non-retirement account, we're going to have that tax drag I was talking about. So we're going to assume more of a, like a 4.5% return after tax, which is what's most important. That ends up at 60 years old, so 35 years down the line. That adds up to $180,000 in difference. And that's just for organizing your accounts. So I don't know about you. I'd like that extra $180,000 just by doing some administrative work. And, you know, you're not doing it as the athlete. That's our job to do that for you. And that's where our expertise kicks in. Um, so, you know, I wish I had somebody in my corner when I was playing that would, would have pointed this type of stuff out. Um, there's one other benefit. If you're married and you have a, an individual 401k, you can have your spouse make those contributions as well. Now we've almost doubled what those contributions to these tax advantaged accounts can be. Whereas with a SEP IRA, you can't do any of that. So that's where the differences really come in. And it's the nuances and the understanding of what, you know, as an athlete, as a golfer, what, what really goes on behind the scenes. So Zach, I know for ath or for uh, professional golfers, all of our incomes 1099. So it's pretty standard in terms of as a golfer, this is what they should do for an NFL player you're paid as a employee on, on the field, but you guys get endorsement income for, and that's 1099. So did you do perform this strategy? 
That's right. We do get endorsement income, and I had significant endorsement income, enough to max out uh, individual 401k every year that I played. And you know, I didn't, I didn't know about this at all. I had a broker at Merrill Lynch and a separate CPA. They were siloed, so there was no communication, there was no coordination. And I mean, the amount of money that that would have turned into by now, with you take the tax savings and the compounding, would be in the millions. I mean, you combine that with the backdoor Roth, which will add more to a tax you know, a, a tax advantage account that you don't have to pay taxes once you take it out. I mean, these are significant savings um, that create, you know, wealth that you're not going to get at Merrill Lynch, Morgan Stanley, UBS. They don't want to do financial planning. They don't want to do uh, because they can't bill on it. They, it's not part of, you know, the, the way they get compensated. So there's no incentive for them to provide this value to them. And it's why athletes deserve someone that's specialized for their situation. And, you know, what Aaron is doing for golfers is the same thing that, that can be applied to the other sports. You know, each, each person at AWM, um, you know, takes all that expertise, whether it's a CFP, the CPWA, um, all those credentials and all our tax side that spends so much time on lowering your, your tax bill and turns that into real money in your pocket. And I know from my personal experience, I would have, you know, significantly more amount of money that I wouldn't have paid in, on my endorsement income and put that in to an individual 401k. And those are real dollars that I would have now that I don't have because I just, I received subpar, suboptimal um, ad advisory. Um, so that's really what it comes down to. You need to vet the people that advise you and know that they are, you know, finding every strategy, finding every way to maximize your net worth um, in, in, according to what your, you know, outcomes you desire. And that's, that should be what your advisor's goal is in, in having it in a coordinated strategy. I know Aaron, um, you obviously, uh, you know, have so much expertise in the golf world, but I will say just since I've worked here, I've seen the value we're adding and, and contributing to our clients' individual 401ks, saving them in tax bills. These are real contributions that we're making for clients. And I know that you, um, you know, obviously you care so much. And I mean, you got to have the same feeling about seeing, seeing it in action. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the reasons I brought you on here today is you're big enough that you can call out these uh, big wirehouses and stuff. I, I'm going to do it a little bit more subtly, but you know, all joking aside, it it it's one of those things. The the tax savings doesn't necessarily show up in the returns on paper, and so some of the brokers, some of the other advisors, all they're focused on is the returns, and so they if they can't show it to you on paper like that, they feel like it's not as important, and if they're not getting paid to do it, they're not going to do it, and so it when you when you hire a true wealth advisor somebody that's going to look at your overall net worth and what's the value of you as a household after tax we're trying to maximize that that's all we're trying to do and so if you have any questions we're more than happy to answer and we're just trying to educate and and make sure that we're getting out the right information not only to golfers but to all athletes so that they're asking the people in their world and in their inner circles the right questions going forward so um I think the only other topic I had, or, or not even topic, but point we had about the individual 401ks is um, going forward, is, is there any other thing that you would be thinking about if you're an athlete and you wanted to um, have tax savings uh, in, in the future? Uh, like, let's say um, you have more endorsement income after you retire. Let's say you're a... a a, a Peyton Manning, we were just talking about him, you know, he's going to have a bunch of off the field income. Is this a strategy that you can keep applying after you're done playing? It's a strategy. As long as you got that 1099 income coming in, like you do with endorsement deals, you can keep doing the strategy and it, and it, and it's worth it to, to really evaluate whether you're doing, 
you know, a Roth 401k or, or the regular 401k, you know, individual 401k, because, you know, you're going to have a, a large tax bill later in life too, if you're, if you're lucky enough to grow your net worth, um, like we talk about here. So those are strategies that you can just keep on implementing throughout your life. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, today that's it. I uh, appreciate Zach, uh, you joining me and, and dispensing some of your knowledge and your experience, uh, and, and creating a real life athlete experience for us. Um, but, uh, hope you guys check us out next week and you can check us out on the website and subscribe at pgaplayerspodcast.com. So until next time, stay hungry, stay humble, and always be a pro. The information in this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific, individualized, financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision.